Maestro joins us, and uh, Maestro Willows um, just wants us to ask about three horses about that he might be able to ride, and they're all called Animo. <laughs> did he, did he, was he asking about that, that horse, was he? Yeah, yeah. I see, he said, he, I saw Cascadian trial well. I said, are you going to get on that? He said, oh, are you talking to James? And we said, we will be talking to James. He said, can you ask him about three horses that I, I'd like to get on, and they're all called Animo? I'd probably want to be riding Animo too. <laughs> Take us through yesterday. I mean, your unusual situation for you, you, I would imagine that you might be playing 18 holes today. You've got, uh, we'll talk about Animo in a sec, but you've um, scratch your only Randwick winner and very unusual situation for you to have not a runner in New South Wales today. I was reading Australian Golfers Digest, top 100 golf courses in the country this morning in the trainer's hut at Flemington. We went through a few, but I'm afraid... I will not be playing any of them today whilst I'm at Caulfield saddling up a couple of runners. Let's go through those golf courses. <laughs> now, are the, are the, I'm thinking the ones on King Island will be bumped up the list by with a new list. I think that the two on King Island might get a run. Yeah, they look yeah they look a bit of they look a bit of fun, but uh, Royal Melbourne West always gets. Always gets top spot. Are you, do you reckon it's a bit dodgy? Because I've played some of the good courses and West, I've got to say, from time to time. Mm. And mm. Is it leaning on history a bit? Do you, do you think there are better courses than Royal? It's funny you say that. Uh, maybe the better golfer you become, the more you can enjoy those courses. But I've noticed that uh, Barn Bugle Dunes used to be a bit higher on the list. But Barn Bugle Dunes and Lost Farms, they've slipped a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe COVID with... Um yeah, maybe they, they the maintenance may have slipped a little bit. The, the boys at the trainers, I thought I was being parochial when I leapt straight to the uh, straight to the number six on the list, New well, South Wales well, Golf Course. Well, you <laughs> happen to be a member there, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they just can't get they just can't get it out of their head. This this, this, uh, this competition between Sydney and Melbourne, can they? It's like a restaurant review, a golf club review. It gets very passionate and vicious. So be careful what you say. Be careful what you say. So you're not playing today. You've, you've you're going to Caulfield? I'm going to Caulfield. No, I'll leave the uh, golf practice for Dean Yendall today. All right. Hey, tell us about Animo. He's such a he's, he's such a bright light, isn't he? And we've got no Hitotsu and we've got no Very Elegant. We've got no Incentivise. We've got no Think It Over. So no pressure on you and your brother with Dewis. But uh, the Cummings boys uh, might be the ones who bring the, 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 the crowds through the turnstiles this spring with their two champions. Well, that'd be nice. And it's, uh, it's, great. it's a great honour that the... Uh, the Cummings name uh, means means so much to a lot of racing racing fans. Uh, but uh, he's got his very good horse, Juice, and he's. Uh, I was on the phone to him this morning, as a matter of fact, and he's quite happy with her. Um, equally, we're pleased with the early progress of Anima. Uh, you saw him yesterday in a public skid out where he hacked up behind a few horses on the Holly track at Warwick Farm, and we're looking to resume him next month, and we're on target. Animo, that uh, the trial uh, the other day, James, which was Thursday this week. He, he looked like was it a warm day? He looked like he was sweating up a little bit. Obviously needing the run, but he he was pretty good in the last furlong of that that trial. I mean, how much do we read into it, and how much more improvement are you expecting? Well, we just got done what we needed to get done. Um, it was yesterday, and uh, he's pulled up well. Uh, we, and we press on from here, but uh, very um, very. Uh, very pleased with the early progress of the horse, and uh, we we uh, um, are comfortable with where we're at. Maestro Craig Williams asked me to call you Maestro, just just to get an edge. Um, 
Cox Plate, obviously, revenge, you know, to make amends for last year would be an obvious, but there's a lot of prize money around, uh, a lot of big prize money for four-year-olds in the Golden Eagle, for instance, in Sydney. Mm. Uh, have you got a set play, or is it? Is, are there a lot, a, a lot of options to consider? Well, we've got a lot of options um, with the calendar, but we've also got a really versatile horse too. So we're continuing to uh, we're continuing to monitor um, um, those those, uh, those options as we go through. But I think if we kick him off first up next month, then uh, then we can cherry pick the races that we like, and uh, and we are pretty confident that he's going to be there to run really a really good race whichever way we go and all these, uh, these, these, these these whether they're big prize money races or top group ones they attract a lot of attention don't they and that's um, and that's wonderful to be able to race Sheikh Mohammed's best horse in Australia um, in, uh, in you know in those in those in those top races to, to attract that sort of attention and just to measure and test how, how good he is would you like to get away from the wet track so I'm talking to Dave Eustace about the real reason for Hitotsu's injury, and he said it was probably um, going through that very heavy track to win the derby second up, and a lot of trainers, including your brother uh, Edward, who I spoke to uh, about the wet tracks in Sydney, wonder whether there may be a bit of a, a consequence of on the horses of having endured so much racing through so many heavy tracks. Uh, I don't know whether, how you feel about whether that might haunt Animo, or are you keen as quick as you can to get on better ground? Yeah, it's a source of frustration when the tracks are so wet that it leaves you a little unsure about exactly what to expect. Um, but the races are so hard anyway, and yet, uh, um, and, you know, without without having to throw that that extra um, um, that extra doubt in, onto onto a um, onto a challenge that's in front of us. But the horse is pretty adept at um, pretty adept in, in when you consider his form on wet tracks. Um, it was it was absolutely bottomless in the Queen Elizabeth, which is the only time he's run poorly. But um, but that aside, he's, he's run very good races on heavy tracks. So it, it's um, it's a source of frustration. But you know we've got to balance that up with uh, with the, the quality of the Group Ones and the quality of the races that we're running in. If Animo's the best horse in the stable, would Cascadian perhaps have taken over from Hartnell as being the 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 most favourite horse in the stable? <laughs> he's a he's a wonderful horse, isn't he? Yeah. Well, you know he's. He's got to be our top established weight for age horse at the moment. Um, and he's, he's um, as far as the you know those the, the, the horses in the older ranks go, and we haven't had many imported horses since Cascadian, so he's the, certainly the best of the imports. And I love the fact that he's gone to the paddock off a huge barnstorming win at Group One over seven furlongs. Uh, a little, uh, a, a little in a way to atone for his luckless place. Facing in the All Age Stakes the year before, but um, but he's he's uh, he's just coming along beautifully. He's gotten stronger again. He just looks such a tough horse now. Toughened up so much more than when he first uh, when he was first acclimatising in Australia. And uh, yeah, he looks like uh, you know it looks like he, he'd be one horse to be advantaged with a race like the Cantala going to wait for age uh, late, later on on Champions Day yeah. because that's the sort of race that would really suit him now that he's up in the ratings. Loves Flemington, loves the mile. And when he's really fit and sort of towards his grand final, he, he, he just he just doesn't do anything but run well. Early days, he was a pinch hitter, miler who could win with the right run and 54 on his back. But as he's got older, he's got better and more rounded. And he's more likely now to win a big group one, say, at that level at weight for age than he's ever been before, you'd imagine, James. Yeah, I think so. And uh, and he's, he's 
got the uh, he's got the, the he's got the looks and the charm and the charisma to have uh, have garnered a few followers in his own right, and uh, and I like to think they won't be disappointed. This preparation, we've really enjoyed what we've seen so far in his uh, in his preliminaries. Hey uh, Dan, mm-hmm. like you and I, James is well educated and cultured. So everyone's had a crack at Chopin. 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 <laughs> but we know it's Chopin, don't we, uh, Don't we, uh, Maestro? We do. And do you know where Chopin was born? Poland, like uh, well, some well, of my well, family. Well done. Yeah, no, well you, done. You can't, you can't give us a Chopin curveball like that <laughs> and not expect Polish-born Maleki to not get the answer. Well, I'm not Polish-born, but Polish heritage there, James. <laughs> he, he, was a, he was a Frederick. He was named after his godfather. But, yeah. Um, but he was a—he was an absolute master. He was a prodigy, a bit like you. He was a prodigy, a maestro. And uh, and hopefully, this undefeated cult can continue to look pretty good at such a young age. Was the maestro in Seinfeld? Was it Chopin? Yeah. <laughs> that he was. What was that? He's Anyway. All right, maestro. So what about start number two? This is by by exceeding Excel too. Like if I think if there's a favourite sire that um, Dali has had through for for being such a perennial and a you know a homespun hero, uh, yet another classy exceeding Excel. What an extraordinary story that horse, that stallion. Yeah, he's uh, he was his sign of Sheikh Mohammed's first purchase in Australia, exceeding Excel, and he's. Uh, side over a hundred stakes winners, and got a um, you know we've got, we've got another good bunch of yearlings turning two next month that are by that stallion, and I don't think he's uh, I don't think he's finished yet. I think he's got plenty of nice horses left on the ground. He's one of the very few stallions to have ever left three individual Group One winning colts in the same season. Uh, so um, you know when when bivouac microphone and exceedance um, have uh, retired to start, you know that's a it's a pretty good record that that stands now got um, up against his name, and uh, and and hopefully this good-looking colt is a bit of a beast. Hopefully he can continue on the sort of path that we need him to be on in order to get to the better races in the springtime. All right, so it seems like you're reasonably confident there. And Manouche in race three, Maestro. Yeah, she's she's uh, an interesting filly. She she's a written tycoon filly from the same family as. Uh, single gaze. Um, I think that she might get over a bit further again. Just the way she races, but she's going to run a good race here second up. I like the way she's been going. She's uh, not been she's not been hammered between runs. It was excellent. She was excellent first up, and uh, looks like she just gets a, a nice little run here behind a couple of good chances and a six metre rail. So I'd like to think she'll be hitting the line very well late. Now, is Willow any chance of? Has he done enough sucking up to get on Animo, or does he still have work to do? Oh, he's, look, he's um, he's always good at that. And he, he's, and he's done an excellent job again. I was on the phone to another very uh, very good Melbourne jockey earlier this week talking about animal called Damien Oliver. So, young untested you, kid as, from Perth. Yeah, as, as you as you know, as you know. So, um, look, it'll be uh, it'll be that'll be good competition. But uh, he, he did win a Caulfield Guineas on the horse Damien Oliver, and uh, and he might even kick off in Sydney. So. Unfortunately for both of them, they both, they both might not be riding in first up. Well, who knows? So, Willow, if you're still listening, it sounds like the maestro, if anything, you might get a Cascadian scrap if things <laughs> go your way. But other than that, you're, uh, you're in trouble. <laughs> hey, good on you, maestro. So, um, well, it's a shame we're not at Caulfield. I haven't seen J- Jimmy C for a long time. Well, man. we could have caught up socially. You're going to get yeah. with the boys, have a few drinks after Manouche uh, finishes at a quarter past one, James? That's all right. I'm sure I'll see you soon. All right. Good on you, mate. Thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. Thanks James for having me on.